Have you ever put down a, a pair of wireless earbuds only to lose them moments later and had to tear your house apart trying to find them? Perhaps you've taken off a ring or some earrings at the beach and then it got washed away when the tide came in and it's now buried deep somewhere in the ocean, under the sand, somewhere. Well, authorities are on the hunt for a tiny radioactive capsule that's been lost somewhere along the 1,200 stretch of the Great Northern Highway in Western Australia. It's a huge area and a tiny radioactive capsule has been lost. Lauren Steen is the General Manager of Radiation Services WA and she joins you this morning. Welcome to RM Breakfast, Lauren. Thank you very much. This radioactive capsule is smaller than a 10-cent coin. It's like finding a needle in a haystack, literally, but the haystack (laughs) is 1,200 kilometres of outback highway. Is this an impossible task? I mean, it's very difficult, (laughs) that's for sure. Um, I don't think it's impossible. If it's located somewhere along that roadside, um, I'm pretty confident that the radiation survey meters that we have and that we use and that they're using currently um, walking up and down the Great Northern Highway, um, I, I'm pretty confident that they'll pick up a signal if the capsule is located on the side of the road. Explain how they do that. So what they're um, from what I've seen on the news, they seem to be doing uh, foot surveys similar to what we would do for anything missing ourselves. We would retrace our steps or we would do a grid search. So in the industry, we do grid searches using radiation monitoring devices and they're calibrated to the correct energy of a source um, that you're looking for. So as you're walking, if you walk past the capsule on the side of the road, you'll get an elevated signal and a very loud sound on the radiation device. How dangerous would it be if someone were to come across it? I mean, typically these types of cesium sources have an initial radioactivity of about 18.5 gigabecrels. So if a person was to stand about one metre from the source, they'd receive the equivalent of about 17 chest x-rays. However, if the source is old, it would have decayed slightly. So its radioactivity would be lower and the radiation dose would be smaller. Um, However, it's really important probably to note that if someone was to get close to the source, for example, picking it up, the radiation dose dramatically increases. So if someone were to pick up the source and hold on to it for an extended period, it could cause serious damage to their fingers and surrounding tissue. So it's really important, I think, to emphasise that if someone sees it or they think they see it, that they don't pick it up, they don't go close to it. I think the authorities are recommending everyone stay five metres away and report its location to DFIS. It's believed the capsule fell off a truck two weeks ago. It was being transported from a Rio Tinto mine site to a depot in Perth. Aren't there strict protocols for safe storage and transport? I mean, at the heart of this, this is this is a pretty big failure, isn't it? And um, There are strict requirements for all transportation um, of radiation gauges and any type of dangerous goods material. Um, and they're stipulated in legislation and based on international guidelines. Um, all transportation needs to be conducted in accordance with the code of practice for the safe transport of radioactive material. Um, and, the, and it imposes 
a, a range of different requirements, including having certified packages for transport, ensuring that the radiation dose rates um, are, are at acceptable levels, having trained personnel to oversee all aspects of the transportation and having government um, approved transport and emergency plans. So I agree. Um, a little strange and really we've at Radiation Service have been scratching our head and none of us can work out how it's happened. Rio Tinto has apologised for the alarm it's caused but they've said they used a third party contractor um, to get the, the, the basically and, and, and that's how it happened. But who's accountable here? Who's at fault? Someone has to be accountable don't they? Um, I I really couldn't speak to that, to be honest with you. Um, but I do think it's probably a wake-up call to everybody and all companies involved in the transportation of material about the serious nature of radioactive sources on site or on a truck or in storage. Um, I mean, there are many of them across the country and across the world. And the need to have them monitored and secured by specialist groups for handling Authorities say it's possible that the radioactive capsule might never be found, as you are explaining how difficult it might be earlier to us. What's the risk to the public if it's not located, if it's just not found? I mean, the risk kind of stays the same. Um, you, If you see it and you go close to it, you're still going to get a radiation dose. If it's on the side of the road and no one's standing near it for a substantial period of time, then really you, there, there is no risk because there's nothing around it. Okay, These so cesium... let me give you a scenario. I think I've been <laughs> quite obsessed with this story. I'm just thinking, obviously right now there's heightened awareness about this, right? So yeah. you'd hope people have heard some messages, particularly those people that would be in this area and, and think about it. But if it's not found in the near future and we are now down mm. the track a couple of years and that isn't in people's minds and at some point it is seen and touched, what would happen yeah. then? It's still the exact same risk as it poses today. Um, the cesium-137 emits um, beta and gamma radiation. So it has a half-life of 30 years. So that means that it, um, its energy is half over a 30-year period. So this means that after 30 years, the source um, will then go to a half-life again, which will be 60 years. And in 60 years, it will be a quarter of its original activity. So it still remains radioactive for quite a substantial period of time. So the risk doesn't change. But what, what just, does change is, I think this is quite a big issue, though, because if you don't find it quickly and it leaves the public consciousness, someone or some people could be very negatively affected if it's got the same dose, but no one's talking about it. It may be approached differently, right? No, I, no, I agree. I do agree. But I think the authorities won't make the decision lightly to give up on finding it. So here's hoping that they do find it. Yeah, it sounds like it's... You've, you've really explained it quite well to us. It sounds like it's quite urgent. Look, I really appreciate your time, Lauren. Thanks for coming on the show. No worries. Have have a good day. Lauren Steen is the General Manager of Radiation Services, WA. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.